0: Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 243. John and Wendy, welcome Julie and Chad Soash. I'm your host, John.
1: And I'm Wendy. How are you, John?
0: Wendy, I am well. It is a non-standard recording time for us, Mm -hmm. which we've had some gremlins already this morning. We are looking forward to this conversation. (laughs) Hard to believe, Wendy, it is already November.
1: The year always goes fast. You know, especially as you get towards the end of the year, um, I think part of it for me, though, is as we wind down the podcast, I feel like it's going a little faster.
0: It would not be near the end of the podcast without having our friends back from Namely for yes. one more run as our sponsor. We appreciate yeah. them being with us for the month of November. Timing is interesting, Wendy. I actually just did a, the webinar that I had with Namely, yes. Blueboard, and Bravely, I've texted you, and it was so funny. <laughs> A girl that I dated in high school—we were both in high school, just so we're clear—when we were both <laughs> in high school at the same time. After the session, DM me and said, "Oh my god, I just went to this session, and you were the moderator." It was hilarious. I haven't talked to her, and. In- we're connected on Facebook, but we haven't talked in like, right, right. that was really entertaining, but great conversation Good. with those folks. I appreciate everybody that attended. And again, we're just really happy to, uh, to have been able to partner with Namely throughout entire run really, but yeah. especially here in the last couple of years, spent a lot of time with them and we'll recommend that if you have not go check out Namely.com slash HR social hour. If you sign up with them, you'll get a month free of the service
1: hmm Definitely check them out. They are a fantastic organization and it's a fantastic product.
0: User. User. I'm an end
1: user now. Love it. I love it. Um, so definitely check it out. Very user-friendly. I, I have to say I love that part of it.
0: Wendy, it, as we got into this final bit of episodes, we knew we wanted to have these folks on. I would consider them podcast royalty in our space. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they've ever been on a show together Where it's not their shows, I I'm trying like we're gonna ask that or we're gonna figure that out with them. (laughs) It's amazing though we have Americans that are recording from way overseas with Mm -hmm. us, and so we appreciate them making time. Let's make the introduction and get started.
1: Yes. So excited to welcome Julie and Chad Sowash. Julie is the executive director of disabilities solutions, a global nonprofit working with more than 70 companies around the world to build both best and first generations practice for inclusion of people with disabilities. She is also the co-host of one of my favorite must listen to podcasts, crazy and the king. Her counterpart today is Chad Sowash. and I'm just going to let it with, if you don't know Chad, just go find Chad and Cheese Podcast. You'll learn everything you need to know about Chad. That's as much as I'm going to give them as far as an introduction. So, Julie, Chad, welcome to the show. So excited to have you. First question, what is in your glass?
2: Uh, I've got actually bourbon I got to go get, but I'm going to think about that. Let me go get it really quick while I think about <laughs> John trolling high schools is that what i heard earlier <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not you know, trolling he, he really had clear. to put a big asterisk on it i think there to it's not a recent uh not high school recent. girlfriend no 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 no. no. <laughs> promise, it's not a recent promise no, just, it's not just a recent. as we
0: had to clarify with jennifer mcclure last week we were firmly in the gen x space and yes this young lady that i was talking to is also firmly in the gen x <laughs> <laughs>
3: You've been telling the story a lot. That's what I'm hearing. So, yes. Um, even though we are in Portugal and my husband is drinking Woodford Reserve, I am still on the sparkly water because I have a lot of meetings left to go today. If
2: you've ever, if you've ever watched Ted Lasso, as soon as he drinks water, he always spits it out because it's always the Aguacan gas, yes. uh, not, the, not the flat water. Yes.
3: I do that to Chad all the time. It's <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: Well, Julie and Chad, we're just so appreciative of you making time and and especially, again, knowing time zone challenges that we have. This is a fairly extreme one for all of us, I think. We asked what's in the glass. Now, we got to ask, how exactly did each of you get your start in the HR space and what you're doing now? And Julie, we'll start with you.
3: You should start with Chad. He's the older one, but... uh... I know, i pull up them today. <laughs> wow, um, that hurts. I know, it's tough. Um, so honestly, kind of by accident, 10, 12 years ago, I ran a, a federal grant for the state of Indiana on overcoming barriers to employment for people with disabilities. Met up with these cool guys at Direct Employers where I, I met my future husband, then sort of got into the OFCCP compliance space and, and built a couple of those uh, business models for some companies out there today. Um, and then I just realized, like, government, NGOs, nonprofits, we're not going to change the world for my community. It's going to be business leaders, and it's going to be by um, changing their minds about what my community can do and the talent that we bring to the table and driving real outcomes. So here we've been now almost uh, 10 years at Disability Solutions.
2: Ta-da! Yes. Uh, I was actually recruited into this space. Go figure! Uh, if, and if you want to, you want to get a you want to get a, a better version of this. Go buy the Robot Proof Recruiter, uh, the new book that just came out. From Christina Collier, I wrote the forward and the forward is literally this story, but I won't go t- too deep into it. I was recruited into uh, OCC.com, which was known as Online Career Center, which merged into uh, the Monster Board and OCC became Monster.com in January of 99. So I was there for that. And I've been here ever since. So have been in technology um, in leadership positions and, and a, a bunch of different organizations Joel Cheeseman, my podcast partner, and I started uh, the the podcast when we both went out on our own and thought it would be a good branding mechanism. And guess what? It became pretty much our life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's amazing how that can that happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, you just kind of go go where things take you and. Sometimes it can be pretty awesome, which is great. Um, now, one of the reasons we really wanted to have you both on the show and at the same time is you're both podcasters, which is really cool. And we love talking shop. Now, if anyone isn't familiar with Julie's origin story with uh, Crazy and the King, please go back to the last time she was on. She was on an episode of HR Wonder Women back in December of 2019. So the before times, oh, wow. which is, yeah, crazy thinking that's that long ago. Chad, you started the story a little bit of, you know, you and Cheeseman going out on your own and starting um, the podcast. Just tell us a little bit more about how you got it started, all of that fun stuff. And then what has been one of the biggest challenges for you to keep it up over the years? Because you've been doing it for a while.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we actually started a podcast in 2008. Joel and I um got together and there was this new thing k- that came out called podcasting that that let that lasted less than 20 episodes because really the only way you could listen to a podcast is if you had this new ipod fangled thing uh-huh. yeah. uh and then and then also if you had you know speakers for your computer because back <laughs> then you actually had to plug in speakers you had to have the you had to have the board and all that stuff so we just said oh. screw this this just isn't working but the whole thought process back then was, you know, what does it sound like when you're at a conference and you're having a couple of beers in the bar? What do you talk about? What do industry people talk about? And we carried that forward. So in 2016, I started getting uh, on Cheeseman saying, hey, we got to do the podcast. We got to do the podcast. And I finally it took it took about a year to get his off the couch. Luckily, the wives were very instrumental with this and said, yeah, you guys should do this. Sounds like a great branding opportunity. So we started and uh, we were really the only ones in the space. I mean, it was early. It was uh, 2017, early 2017. And it wasn't just that we were the only ones in the space, but we were the only ones with an HR explicit podcast. And it was one of those things where you put the little label on it and everybody's kind of like, they're kind of like drawn to it. So Mm -hmm. uh, that helped out right out of the gate.
1: So what what are some of the challenges that you've kind of overcome to keep it going? Because you know you talked about that first one. Not mm-hmm. no one had an iPod, and now we have the before times. We have the COVID times. We have yeah. whatever this is now. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's 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 the constant challenge of keeping routine. So something that, you know, somebody understands and somebody knows because that's what we are as humans. We really don't like change, but then also trying to stay with innovation, right? So trying to innovate, um, trying to do things differently. So, you know, for for me and for him, we're we're, we're both always on the lookout for, for something different. Uh, different markets, different audiences, those types of things, and we've been able to do that, you know, in the in the marketing sector and, and partnering with the gathering, which is literally one of the Forbes number one uh, business events in the world. Uh, so we, we just been we've been very lucky, and uh, we just keep going at it. We're going to talk more
0: podcasting here in a bit, Julie. I want to ask about in the disability world, the DEI world. You all have an opportunity to talk to a lot of people with podcasts and just with your, with your job and, and what you do. What do you think is going to be the big issue in 23 or you know, in the next many months as we go along? What's the big issue out there that you're seeing and how do you think HR Pro should prepare accordingly?
3: Yeah, I think there's probably going to be two big ones that we see. And I'll, I, I'm going to speak U.S. centric at least. Um, so I think transgender rights. Are going to be huge, uh, a huge conversation this year as we see more state houses um, across the country and radicalized media really targeting this community, targeting hospitals that are serving um, children. That will be a big conversation. There will be a lot of, I hope, policy written at companies um, over the next 12 months that are there to protect. Um, both their transgendered employees um, as well as their transgender children as they make those transitions, I think that 's number one. The other thing is the elephant in the room, at least for every woman in America right now, which is is how we live in a post row society um, and what that actually means for how benefit structures are are managed, how we not just take care of of women who like us have privilege and who can move across borders and, and have financial means. Um, but those who are the, you know, entry level low wage earners that work for us and making sure that they have appropriate access, um, to reproductive health and, and that we are hearing from. And, and one thing I would say I'm a little bit surprised about right now is that we have not seen more forthcoming from the CEO space on this um, when we're talking about a removal of substantive due rights. That's not just women's rights. That's going to come further down the line. Um, and and so that that's my l- disappointment, I think. But I think that we start to see
1: that shift in 23. Well, we certainly hope so. We'll, we'll see how this election that's coming up in the states here in a mm-hmm. uh, how that rolls out, which if you're listening to this before Election Day, go vote. Put that little plug in. Chad, you spend a lot of time in the TA and HR tech space, taking out your crystal ball. What are we going to see in that in uh, 23?
2: Well, I hope to see uh, some shakeups around actual accountability. And I want to kind of ride on Julie's coattails here for a minute, not on the transgender, but on AI bias, those types of things. We're actually meeting Keith Sonderling, EEOC commissioner next week in Lisbon for Web Summit, where he's, he's uh, presenting. We're just lucky enough to be in Portugal. So we're going to meet him up there. I think it's important that with all of this technology that we have, whether it's AI, RPA, doesn't matter. It helps us automate. But it also helps us scale, which is amazing unless you're scaling bias. And that's exactly what will happen if we do not, uh, if we do not focus on, on the algorithms, auditing, and also regulation around this. So I think this is going to be a huge area of uh, interest and opportunity for our space. I
0: said we'd get back to podcasting been fortunate we had torn Ellis on a while back now. Wendy, I guess it's been a year. Plus now, we've now had both hosts of Crazing the King on. Can you talk a little bit about where where you see the show going, the issues you just talked about? What do you have planned? Anything really exciting guest-wise or content-wise that you've got coming in the next many weeks?
3: in at the end of the year i'll say this um we do the last 5 or 6 weeks of the year are interviews and we have some freaking phenomenal interviews that are going to wrap up this year like some that are i am like the m- most excited of any interviews we've done like some of the best so definitely catch those last 6 weeks of the year
2: i'll give them a teaser of what uh
3: <laughs> okay so we I, we actually as one guest we have the kind of foremost expert on white christian nationalism Ooh. Um, in the United States, Dr. Andrew Whitehead, he's brilliant. And we have such a, a, honest conversation, um, with him and, and it was phenomenal. We'll have him back on next year for sure. Um, so that's how we're going to end up 2022 and 2023. We're actually starting our fifth year, which sort of blows me away. Like what you guys <laughs> were talking about earlier, I can't believe we've been doing this for you know four years now. And I think what we've got at this point is just sort of we know each other. Because Torn and I didn't know each other when we started podcasting. So if you listen to like our first, I don't know, two years, we're like, is that okay? Did, did I offend you? <laughs> did you offend me? I don't know. And so now we're just really in this great place of um, having this energy together, meeting incredible people all over our industry, and having conversations with them that are not like the normal DEI fluff, right? We don't want to mm-hmm. talk about fluff. We want to talk about where we see it happening in everyday life and and what we should be doing better as corporate leaders and as humans and meeting the people that, you know, really do that better than anyone else in the world and introducing them to our audience. So we're excited for year five. I, I certainly think both of us are feeling more energy than we ever have around the show.
2: And I've got to thank them for trusting me because I'm at Torn <laughs> And I, you know, I really wanted to see Julie's voice be amplified. And so I kind of did this podcast matchmaking thing uh, with those two and they didn't know each other. So it was, it was awkward, but you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, you know, when two people are going to hit it off might take a minute the idea that we could actually now amplify people who deserve to be amplified more, because there are so many people that are out there today that are being amplified that tell you the truth, they sure, they just sure the hell don't deserve it. And listening to you guys and having you guys on, I mean, there's so many great voices in our space, uh, but who else can we actually uplift,
0: right? I got to ask, this is going to be the shameless plug time <laughs> for both of you. Yeah. My assumption is many of our listeners are listening to you already For those that have not, because we get this question all the time for each of you individually, what episode of your show would you point to to say this is a great representation of what we do and why you should be listening?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go first because it's fairly simple. Our weekly show our every Friday, I mean, we have interviews all the time and we have amazing freaking guests, but our our weekly show is by far the one that people clamor for because it's just Joel and I, uh, we can go off the rails if we want to, uh, <laughs> we can talk about things that we really care about and we challenge practitioners, we challenge vendors, and that's new every week. And, and to be quite frank, when we first started this, we thought, is there really going to be enough news? To do a weekly show, now we're doing at least three shows a week. So wow. the answer is yes, but that's the that that's the show for me is is the every every Friday show, our weekly show.
3: So I'm going to be a shameless plug. So we did a show while I we were actually at HR Tech in Vegas mm-hmm. this year, and it's called Delta Closes the Gap. Leadership is hard and anti racism, yay or nay. That was such a fun show for us, and we. One thing that I love about Torrin and and sort of the energy that we bring together is that we get to be vulnerable on mic together and and be wrong sometimes, but we also get to like lift each other up, right? So DEIB work is exhausting sometimes. And sometimes we just have to like take all of our armor off and say like, dude, I need a hug today. And and that was we sort of had, you know, a really great moment um on that episode and and we're just in a great space. We also have all of our interviews on our website that you can listen to. we have had some really phenomenal interviews over the last couple of years.
1: You most definitely have. I'm gonna second uh Chad's weekly episodes. I think those are a lot of fun. You guys never go off the rails, so I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> on that. But
2: apparently I need no. to work harder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One of the things that John and I did in the past year or so is outsource some of our work. So we've asked our podcast guests to give us questions to ask the next guests. So for both of you, our past guest, Shane Kowalski asks, what's the smallest decision you've made that had the largest impact?
2: Uh, Are we talking about in the last year? Whenever. Okay. To do
1: the last I'm, year over time. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this year, and it might sound like it, it was big, but for me, it was like a small decision. It was just saying yes uh, to, to Julie when she was like, okay, I think it's time to actually buy a place in Portugal. We, we did, we did the work. Um, we did a lot of recon. We did a lot of research. She did a lot more than I did. But at the end of it, it was, it was like, okay, yes it was an, it was an easy answer to something that, to be quite frank, was life changing
3: and I would say it's not a small thing, but it was an easy thing, which was saying yes to this man um, <laughs> six years ago when he asked me to marry him and putting our combined families together about eleven years ago um and the value of having an amazing strong partner because now we get to make amazing decisions together, like buying a place here and and having podcasts and all the things that he has done to lift me up um, and and bring up, uh, you know, a female founder that just happens to be his wife um, over the past, you know, few years.
0: Love it. With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour podcast is brought to you by Namely. Running HR for a mid-sized business means you need software that can keep up with all you do, so you can focus on strategy, culture, and keeping employees happy. You need Namely, the all-in-one HR solution that makes life easier for your employees, your management, and you. Namely's HR platform covers your essential HR and compliance needs in one place. Whether you have 50 or 1,000 employees, Namely's all-in-one integrated platform is designed to be used by everyone, every day. With a mobile app and elegant UI, Namely lets employees request PTO, appreciate their peers, review pay stubs, even answer their own HR questions. Namely offers it all, from onboarding and payroll to time tracking, benefits, employee engagement, and so much more. You'll finally have the time and data you need to drive the initiatives your company really cares about. We want to simplify your HR processes with Namely, so we've arranged a special offer for listeners. Right now, get a free month of unlimited access to Namely's all-in-one HR platform by going to Namely.com slash HR Social Hour. Thanks Namely for sponsoring this episode of the HR Social Hour half-hour podcast. Now, back to the show.
1: And we are back. All right, Julie, Chad, this is everyone's favorite part of our show, the half-hour question connection. So starting with Julie and then Chad answer after, what career did you dream of having as a child?
3: Oh my god! I wanted to be a lawyer. I had what was that shirt? <laughs> L.A. Law. Like mm-hmm. I had the L.A. Law t-shirt, sweatshirt <laughs> combo when I was like six. That's all I ever wanted to be as a grown-up was, you know, Susan Day on oh uh, my L.A. Law. I know,
1: <laughs> love it.
2: Yeah, pro football player. Very yeah. I'm not oh. the size and or or uh, not the stature that, uh, but. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that was that was I grew up in in Ohio. Everything is football Mm. in Ohio. Yeah. And uh Ohio State Buckeyes fan, obviously, you know, go to school at Ohio State, play there, and then go to the NFL. And uh still happens every night in my dreams, but other than that, (laughs)
3: did you have a realistic one? (laughs) Did you have a realistic one? That was
0: how was that not realistic?
3: <laughs> I could have, could have been the kicker. It was realistic when
1: you are a kid. Been a kicker, yeah. I mean, you, we've gotten a lot of like marine biologists because you know mm. you want to go play with dolphins. Which you know, once you learn what biologists actually have to do, and that was my daughter. She wanted to be a zoologist till she learned what sometimes zoologists have to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know that I want to
1: know. <laughs> uh, no,
0: I, this is going to be a, a tough question because. Like us, you get to meet a lot of people. Who's one person you each of you have gained in your network in the last year you think more people should know?
3: For me, I'm going to say Nikki Lanier. She is the CEO and founder of Harper Slade, uh, which is a consulting firm that sort of takes black and brown equality to a whole new level. She's so incredibly knowledgeable about the browning of America, about the um, economy that we are creating if we don't bring up equity. And she just brings it in such a clear way um, that as a business leader, I feel like it would be almost impossible to say no to her and no to the change that she needs to be coming because she makes such an incredible
2: business case. Yeah, this is hard. I mean, because we, in podcasting and going to events and and all these things now, now that we're back to events, which has been amazing, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're meeting so many people for the first time and thinking about this, you know, I have to think of a startup founder and I have to think of a female startup founder. Uh, she's out of Israel. Her name is uh, Maya Huber and, uh, the name of her company is Tadio. And you go to Tadio.io. They, they are doing some amazing things. Uh, but once again, anytime we get a chance to fight for the little guy, to, to be able to uplift and amplify voices, we want to be able to do that. And I think she embodies that of what I love to see about. Some, not all, uh, some of the founders that are out there, incredibly enthusiastic, incredibly smart, and she's incredibly moldable, which is not easy when it comes to CEOs of startups because they all think they know it all for the most part.
1: If you could go back to the start of your careers, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself?
3: It's probably the same exact advice I gave to our daughter today, (laughs) literally, literally. Let's get to the first day and just relax. Try not to plan out the next five years before you've actually been onboarded at that first job. Enjoy the ride. That would be my number one advice.
2: Yeah. I have three steps that whenever I'm building a team, I, I always have them think of these three steps whenever they feel like they're in a crisis. And that is take a step back, take a deep breath, and ask yourself one thing. Did anybody die? That answer is yes, though, then, then you have a situation if not <laughs> it, it, it's all good right it's all good it can be it can be taken care of at that point. so I think much like Julie, when we're to talk about relaxing when you get into a career, you're just so excited and everything seems like a four alarm uh, alarm emergency, and it's just not so so chill out, take a breath, and if nobody died it, it's a good day. <laughs> How do each of you enjoy giving back
0: to the HR community or the community at large?
3: Well, I mean, I get people with disabilities jobs, so, so <laughs> that's kind of my jam. I should,
2: uh, I should have gone first. Yeah, that,
3: that's, that's my I <laughs> give back to the world. Um, but I, but besides that, I will say that we have like the best community. I love hanging out with all of the vendors in our space, the founders, the passionate, you know, tech people it's incredible. I don't think I could have found myself in an industry where I felt more at home um, and, and more protected and, and um, just integrated. And, and I think that's amazing. So cheers to us.
2: It cheers, to us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for for me, it's it's been mentoring and amplifying, really for the most part. So anybody who has wanted to start a podcast or they wanted advice because they they have a startup or they have an idea for a startup or, or whatever it might be, uh, it, it's it's the mentoring piece and then and then getting into uh, the amplification side of the house because there again there are so many great voices in our industry that are drowned out by some really sh- voices, to be quite frank. Uh, so anytime we get a chance, uh, you know, I'm not to some extent picking winners or losers, but we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to get some of those who aren't getting above the noise to try to get them above the noise at least for a minute to gain a little bit of traction.
1: Favorite movie? Snatch. <laughs> Snatched.
2: That's easy. Oh yeah, Snatch. That is it. I will watch that. Doesn't matter. All day, every day.
3: Uh, mine is two, The Godfather 1 and The Godfather 2 in chronological order. Greatest movie of all time. Don't watch number three. Save yourself <laughs> a heartache.
0: How about your most memorable or the favorite live performance you've ever attended?
3: Ooh, I'm going to be annoying. So mine is I've seen Dave Matthews' band probably close to 60, maybe 65 times by now in this point in my life. And um, one year in probably probably 2008, he played at our home amphitheater in Indianapolis and closed with a song about the the great flood, like Noah's Ark, Hmm. um, called Two Step. And it literally poured down rain, the whole (laughs) song. Like God just opened it up and rained upon me. And it was, I might've been a little intoxicated. It was magical, <laughs> magical.
2: <laughs> a little intoxicated. She says, if she was at, if she, if she was at Dave, she'd probably been there a couple of days already. Uh, so she was more than a couple intoxicated. intoxicated. Okay. So th- this is going to sound really weird. There was a deep Southern uh, comic named Jerry Clower. And he was my, he was my great uncle's favorite comic of all time. And he came from, he came from Mississippi. My, my great uncle did. And I got a chance to go see him live. Unfortunately, my, my uncle couldn't, he couldn't travel. I got to go backstage, worked for a radio station, got to go backstage. Uh, and I got uh, some CDs back in the day when we had CDs, had them signed and got, got a chance to meet him. So, you know, a uh, l- old guy. Most people won't know him out there, but go, go, uh, YouTube, Jerry Clower, funny as hell deep South. And that was just great to be able to do that. And then also, you know, see the, the look on my, my great uncle's face when I was able to to hand over the the CD to him.
3: I was for sure that you would say when Dave Grohl played in the, the, the throne in Foo Fighters, I've never heard that story. That was
2: awesome. Yeah. That one came from the the depths of my soul. I know, you're making
1: me look shallow. Come
2: on. She was hoping I would do this more shallow one.
1: Let's be be shallow here. The role
2: was in a cast and it was great. And it was a great concert. Don't get me wrong. I do see Foo (laughs) Fighters every day.
1: So if you could be on any TV show, either as yourself or as a character, what would it be?
2: So I, I would have to be on... The Daily Show with Trevor Noah uh, before that, just because he's so noble, so smart. Comedians, I think, are the smartest people in the world. So Jon Stewart, Trevor, Trevor Noah's, uh, Steve Colbert's, any of those shows that I could get on I, t- to me is just magic. My fa- One of my favorite podcasts is Smartless. Uh, in those guys, they all know Bateman, um, God Sean, what's his face? Anyway, they're all imprompt, they're imp, uh, imp, improv mm-hmm. actors to some extent, and they're just so smart to watch that actually happen is just magic to me.
3: So I think I would be on Schitt's Creek. I would be a character <laughs> on Schitt's Creek <laughs> well, because that show has given the whole world so much joy when we most needed it, like oh, to be a part of that, uh-huh. like sort of legacy and that freaking incredible talent again, sort of to the improv nod. Uh, like I, I would be on Schitt's Creek and I would probably be David's best friend
2: or, or Ted Lasso or Ted
0: Lasso.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Recently it was announced. It's going to be Julian Chad. Sowash day all around the world. What are we doing to celebrate?
2: getting drunk or high, depending on where you are
1: in the world.
2: This is just time to relax and enjoy and enjoy the person next to you. As opposed to it's, it's more about being together as opposed to being divided. And, and I feel like over the past decade or so, we've been more divided than we have together. So uh, whatever it has to do to get away with our inhibitions and just get together and chill, which is why weed helps. That's that's what I would do. What about yes. you?
3: I mean, there would definitely be bourbon
2: <laughs> and there would be <laughs>
3: gin and tonic yes. for sure. I won't speak to the other stuff. I have a job. Yeah, it would be chill day. I mean, that's that's the thing is you, what we love to do the most mm. is experience this amazing world around us and all of the different people. I mean, that's one of the things that we've been most blessed with over the past few years Mm -hmm. And the podcast and my job to be able to travel the world and meet amazing people. And that's what it'd be. We put our phones away for the day and it would be no social media, no Twitter, no drama. And we just hang out at a cafe and Drink bourbon together.
2: Well, it's one thing when we talked about like uh, younger, younger people and, and us talking to our, our younger selves, you know, we always thought money mattered the most, and GDP. I mean, it's something that was always been in the narrative in, in the US. And then we start taking a look at this thing they call the happiness index. And, and as you start to get a little bit older, you're like, you know what? I think I would have rather just been more happy. And that's what we mm-hmm. start going after as opposed to working 60, 80 hours a week. We're thinking, how can we actually get happier? I think the pandemic has, in some semblance, brought that to us.
1: I like that a lot. Finally, even though we are wrapping up, we still have a few more guests. So if each of you could ask the next guest of the podcast any question, what would it be? Where do you want to retire? Oh, like that.
2: Trying to get deep, but I think I should just go shallow. (laughs) Yeah. What's your favorite song? That's oh. that's a hard one for me because there are so many good songs.
1: That is a hard one. That that's is a hard one. one. That's a good question.
2: Well, they are now both in the book and they
0: will be asked before we wrap up. <laughs> yes. uh, Excellent. I want to thank you both for everything that you have done to lift up voices. As a power listener, as Jennifer McClure and I talked about, we're both podcast power listeners. I listen to most of the shows in our space. I try really hard. And both of you have such... Distinct styles and are doing such great things. I've always been a big proponent of we're all trying to lift the ships, right? Mm -hmm. Or the the tide, the waters, whatever. I'm not a naval person, but (laughs) I I do so much appreciate it. And Chad, I I do want to thank you publicly for mentoring and giving me feedback over the last many years on how to do this thing and and help us to get where we are. We we can't thank you enough for that. Now I know most of our listeners are probably connected or at least listening to the shows, but if they're not. Best way for me to reach you out there. Anything and everything, Julie. Yep.
3: Uh, on every social media, I'm at Julie Sowash. Uh, you can check out Crazy and the King on any of the players that you listen to, as well as crazyintheking.com, or you can visit us at disabilitytalent.org.
2: And I'm the only Chad Sowash out there. So you can LinkedIn me, you can Google me. It doesn't matter. You can go to chadcheese.com. And also for all of you who don't know, if you're out there and you you speak foreign language, had just launched four more versions of Chad and Cheese, one in Spanish, German, Portuguese, and French, where actually our our voices have been synthesized and cloned. And we are now officially uh, in four new languages.
1: Wow. Very cool. Very cool.
2: A little HR podcast pushing the line <laughs> of innovation. I love it. I love it.
1: That's fantastic.
0: I love it. We will have all that in the show notes. It's only going to be in English, unfortunately, but we will have all of it there. And and also for the record, I believe this is probably the first HR podcast that I'm aware of where Jerry Clower has been mentioned. So again, thank you for that too. Uh, (laughs) Wendy, what about you? Best way for folks to find you out there.
1: Uh, Best way, as always, on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And of course, uh, second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. The Twitter chat is not going away. We are going to continue that. Uh, How about you, John?
0: Thanks again to Namely for sponsoring this month. Uh, mm-hmm. Appreciate them being with us. Namely.com slash HR Social Hour to learn more. As for me, johntherman.com for all things John Thurman. And for the show, hr com. Listen, rate, review, share, and follow. Make sure that if you aren't following or subscribing, we do have a handful of episodes left. You're going to mm-hmm. get those as they come out if you are subscribed and you'll get them straight away international listeners while we might not have you on the show now we'd love to talk and you're always welcome to come to the chats as well let's let's have those conversations so julie and chad thank you again especially for making the time being so far away appreciate you being with us and so for the hr social hour half hour podcast i'm john
1: and i'm wendy and as always be sure to connect
0: give back and network. network take care everybody
1: we'll see you soon